Welcome to the All About Setwork podcast. In this podcast, we talk about all things setwork. That can include training tips, a behind-the-scenes look at what your instructor or trial official may be going through, and much more. In this episode, we're going to be speaking with Jariah Dingle of Dingle Days YouTube channel and Dogs Are People Too podcast about her journey into setwork and how she leverages technology to help her clients. Before we start diving into the podcast episode itself, let me do a very quick introduction of myself. My name is Diana Santos. I'm the owner and lead instructor of Setwork University, Dogsport University, and Pet Dog U. These are online dog training platforms that are designed to provide high quality dog training instruction to as many people as possible. And we're very fortunate to have a client basis worldwide. For Setwork University in particular, we provide online courses, seminars, webinars, and eBooks that are all designed to help you achieve your dog training goals. So whether that's just getting started in Setwork, trying to build some more advanced skills, or getting ready for trial, we have a training solution for you. So to know a little bit more about me, let's dive into the podcast episode itself. So in this episode, I had the privilege of speaking with Jariah Dingle of Dingle Day's YouTube channel and Dogs Are People Too podcast. I found out about Jariah when she created a YouTube video that was talking about cyber setwork. And I was so impressed <laughs> with the quality of this video that I had to reach out to her, first of all, to thank her for creating this really wonderful video, and also just to learn more about her. So in this episode, we're having a conversation with Jariah about her journey into learning about Scentwork, doing dog training, and then leveraging her expertise as far as using technology and leveraging all of that in order to help our clients, but also other dog training professionals. So let's listen in on that conversation. How I got started in dog training. I've always loved animals, all animals really, but a big dog fan. Growing up, we've had foster dogs and stuff like that. And then um, back in 2017, we got Disney, our German Shepherd male, and uh, he's awesome. And just based on the breed, you know, I, I knew he was going to need his not mind to be occupied. And um, after we kind of got past the, the puppy phase and the, the basic level of obedience, one and two, whatever that means to you. I was like, you know, I really love what these dogs are capable of. And then, you know, I don't even really know. I think I just ran across it on the internet. I think I was just like, what are some other activities I can do with my dog? And then scent work just sparked my interest, not necessarily on the professional side, but just, you know, something we could do as a family and, you know, stimulate him mentally and physically because um, we're pretty Perfect. active. Um, and then that's kind of how I got into scent work. And then I learned it was like this whole community. And at the time, you know, pre pre COVID pandemic, right, it was it was bursting. I mean, it still is. And it's amazing that it's gone virtual. But you know, it, I tried to sign up for some classes and they were all booked. Um, so, you know, you try to get like into competitions and, you know, it was like hit or miss. Um, it was just really growing that rapidly. And I was like, this is a real thing. Um, so we started playing around with scent work. Uh, we got a, uh, at the time, it was like a Learberg scent work um, kit just to work from home. And then, you know, later we got uh, with Teresa Hatcher and she makes this kit called Nose Work in a Box. It's pretty awesome. And um, we've been working with that. But regardless of where you get your scents from, um, just started working with him. And I was amazed at how quickly he was able to just pick up the concept to the point now we just, it's just fun. I like find some random object and I'm like, let's see if I can train him to go find this. And now that we've kind of like awakened his hunt drive, if you would, or, or his ability to sniff. Now he just generally understands the concept. We just kind of build value to whatever it is, and then we can get him to go find it. And so now his vocabulary of scent, if you would, is kind of growing. So I just thought it was a really neat and interesting dog sport that stimulates my dog. 
That's awesome. And that's one of the great things about hearing how different people get into this activity is always so interesting to hear. And I love the fact that you recognize, okay, here's a breed who's going to need some mental stimulation. We're doing the training. He's really smart. I'm still going to have to tap into something. What can I do? Oh, I know. Why don't we find out about this outward thing? And then as with many people, it sounds as though you got bit by the bug. I'm like, this is really kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> and all the different things that you can do with your dog, which is awesome. So that leads us into all the different videos that you've been putting out on your YouTube channel. So can you talk a little bit about that, about how all that started and then how it is that you started sharing your love of scent work and just dog training with people online? Yeah. So like many people who get into YouTube, a lot of times, especially back in the day, now it's a little bit more organized. It's not like the wild, wild west. It's like, you know, <laughs> milestones but initially YouTube was all over the place and like many it was just to share what I was doing with my dog with my family like it started really that basic and then it and then I guess it gained some traction I mean we weren't really even consistent back then I mean you know it was like here's what I'm doing with my dog on the weekend and it was just easier to share than like this large file in an email right oh here's the link go check it out on YouTube it's me and Disney doing whatever and it was even like more basic like almost blog style like and we started of course with basic obedience because you can't get your dog to pay attention to you don't expect anything else. Um, so I knew that was really critical. But once we kind of got past the basics, so we didn't start off in scent work. Um, we started diving into it. And, it, and then I was amazed. It was actually in the process of moving. Um, and it was like one of the last videos, like I think it's I don't know where it's at now. It's probably close to 50,000 views, you know, how to get started in AKC scent work, you know, teaching your dog the basics. Right. And I think it was just like some uh, ground up coffee beans inside of like a mini Soho cup with like some tape on top. So he couldn't like get it, the actual beans. And I was just showing him how to point to those and identify the scents. And that video like blew up and like, we're doing all these other videos and keep in mind, I wasn't like a YouTuber. This wasn't like purposeful. It was just another video. It literally was like the last video, uh, in, in this other house we were in. And I hadn't even like check YouTube. It was like, I put it up and then it was like, you know, when we unpack and I move my stuff. And then I was like, oh my gosh, what are, why are people so into this? And at least the one thing I did know about YouTube is that you need to feed the algorithm. So it's like, all right, they're into this. Let's make another video similar to this. And P.S. we were doing that anyway. So um, it's never really been work for us, uh, but we focused a little bit more on scent work just because I've noticed when I searched across, because once we got into it, I was also personally, right, looking for resources online. But like I said, I ran into these hurdles, actually trying to get into the neighborhood classes and like they were full or like you try to enter a competition and it's like, uh, yeah, maybe you'll get in and maybe you won't. So I noticed the gap. There was a void there. At least initially, there's more folks now doing scent work, nose work, cyber scent work type things now. But I felt like a couple of years ago, that was like few and far between. It's still not as prevalent as I would like it to be. And so we're like, we're going to provide that content because we're doing it anyway. And it's really, you know, always been from the standpoint, hey, this is what I'm doing with my dog. You know, these techniques have worked for us. But if you want to join us on this journey, why not? And then from that, you know, folks started reaching out and they're like, hey, you know, I got this question. And I was like, well, hey, here's how I dealt with it. Um, and these are the results that I was able to receive. And it just kind of grew from there. I've kind of dubbed myself the canine scent boss now, um, as far as the challenge, just because we have this plethora of, uh, of scent work, nose work type videos, and not just from the perspective of you know, uh, a dog trainer, but also as just a dog mom, right? Because some of the scent work, nose work videos that I did see out in the YouTube space, a lot of it was from like the actual working dog perspective. And some folks may not ever want to take their dog to that level to actually go and, you know, use their dog. And all of those jobs are all very important. But I just wanted to show like, hey, I started exactly where you started, but this is the progress that you can make. Come along with us on the journey and, you know, we'll document the steps and not just the steps, but some of the organizations out there to give you a few options, 
you know, maybe if this one's not available in your area, have you tried tapping into this? So we come at it from that angle. And I think that what kind of differentiates the channel. And then we just happen to have different interests as well, because sometimes we dive into the technology side of it, because I'm just really into that. Personally, I love all things gadgets, all things with signal flow inside of them. Um, and then just photography, because I do that on the side as well. Maybe you want to just talk about that piece a little bit as far as helping people utilize technology as far as dog training is concerned, because especially with COVID, so many of the dog training professionals have just been finding themselves thrust into this, many of them unwillingly. <laughs> so they've been going along, kicking and screaming, trying to figure out how they can do this. And even for dog owners who may not be able to do something in person anymore because of COVID restrictions, that they're like, okay, so now I'm supposed to somehow train my dog virtually with my trainer. How is that supposed to work? So could you maybe talk about how you were kind of combining these two things already and the successes that you've been having with that? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, I seem to reference YouTube because I spent a lot of time there. I realized when I looked at my phone is telling me that's where I was spending the majority of my, my app time. And, you know, I'm really into productivity and stuff like that. And like, how can we leverage technology to better improve the way we tackle, you know, dog training, right? I felt like the space itself has a lot of great professionals in it. But one of the things I kind of help on like the Clubhouse app is like, hey, this is how you can digitize your dog training business. Like there's a lot of folks with the expertise, but not necessarily the experience or whatever you want to call it to move what they're doing in person um, to the online space, this e-commerce space, if you would. Um, and, and like many things in business, you kind of have to meet the audience where they are, meet your customers where they are, um, and they'll come. And some of us were kind of forced into that, like you said. So, you know, I started reviewing some of the dog training apps that were out there, right? What's available. And there's a couple of videos on that on the YouTube channel with regard to that. And there's one coming up as well on some that shows just like the flow of uh, scent in the air. Um, Cause a lot of folks try to like uh, explain it online, but there's actually some apps that actually will, you know, allow you to show what's in the area, you know, let's say like a wall or something like that and show what is the airflow actually doing and you can visualize that. And so that's just another manner for like for folks who are used to apps and leveraging technology, hey, you can actually use an app to show yourself the same way you use it to like hang a picture now or something like that. There's stuff like that out there. There's other ones that just, you know, obviously help with the progression of puppy. I found that there's plenty of apps available to help um, with like a young dog or things like that. And then, you know, there's probably some people out there developing other technologies to, to help leverage scent work, nose work. Um, and then like, I've seen a lot of folks who have dog training in-person businesses um, and they're moving to more, how do I virtualize this in different manners? So they're taking like their consulting side of what they do in dog training and, you know, allowing folks to either submit videos and evaluate them or providing their own coursework online. And so I've helped some businesses on the consulting side uh, make that actual technological transition, if you would. Um, so I call it like my digital internship because Long term, I definitely would like to get into uh, dog training um, in a more stationary space. Right now, it's something that I do on the side, uh, but definitely learning and growing along the way. That's awesome. And the fact that, that last piece that you said that you're that you're helping other dog trainers actually get to the point where they're have their in-person training and you are helping consult with them on how they can then put that into a virtual space. Because that is something that I know many of our colleagues struggle with a lot. 
<laughs> it's because when you're teaching an in-person class, you have to be pretty flexible, right? If you're dealing with six or eight or 10 people, they're all going to be different. All the dogs are going to be different. You may have to change things on the fly. You may have a curriculum, you may have a plan, but the dogs and the people you have in front of you need something a little bit different and trying to get it so that you can still have something that would apply to the large swath of people that you may have with a virtual thing, but it's still kind of flexible is really hard to do. And then also just wrangling with the technology piece of, as you know, audio and video is a nightmare if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> it took me almost two years to try to figure all this out. So I'd be able to make something that was even somewhat usable. I can't even imagine if someone wasn't familiar with it, just they'd be ripping their hair out. So the fact that you do this service is amazing. So did you want to talk about that piece a little bit? Because I'm sure there's a lot of tra trainers and instructors who are still trying to figure out how they can walk into that space and are a little worried or a little scared about it. And we have a lot of instructors who listen to our podcast. So did you want to talk about that service a little bit? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, we have a, a, a website, you know, it's a, uh, you know, dingledaysphotography.com. Because um, I started off as a, as a videographer, photographer, um, but I have a music background as well. And it's funny how all these kind of leverage, right, when you start talking about audio, visual. Um, so it, it almost seemed like I was destined to be a YouTuber, right? And I just love the productivity side of it and tinkering in general with online spaces um, and technology. So I love that, right? Like those frustrations and like, why isn't this working? And I'm like, there's somewhere in the flow, I'm gonna figure it out. You know, and it's like, Eureka, you know, we got this connected to this, connected to this. Um, this is the pieces that you need to put it all together. Here's a simpler setup. Hey, here's something a little bit more professional if you want to, you know, up your game a little bit. Um, and I think just the background within that, um, some folks just reached out initially because it wasn't a service initially I was even like offering. It was like, hey, I'll help you set up your live stream. Um, I was helping a lot of folks during the pandemic because everybody was trying to transition regardless of the space. I mean, just beyond, right, from the video audio side of things, how do I go online with whatever X I'm doing? Um, so did that and then some folks just started reaching out like hey I see your YouTube videos online you know you know they started off a little rough like I said they were just family videos and then you know we started to take it a little bit more seriously you know we, we have the microphones we have the cameras and you know we get the lighting and you know different angles and you know try to intermingle like montages and stuff like that and I love editing and doing fun stuff like that only recently started working with the crew just because I tried to get a little bit more consistent online and push out more videos but um you know lately uh that has given me a lot of practice um, just online and being able to turn that around as well. Because a lot of folks too, they may be able to do it, right? This isn't overly complicated. There's plenty of folks on YouTube, but there is a time, I guess you would say opportunity cost for some folks. And is that even worth it for them to spend their time doing that when they can just take their dog training expertise and leverage that um, out to someone else so that they can continue to grow um, and expand their presence online. So yeah, you feel free to reach out or shoot me a note. And I would love to help folks bring and digitize the dog training space because I just want to get the information out to everyone. And I hope that everyone really takes that to heart because trust me, the fact that she said that she loves editing, you should jump on that because editing sucks. <laughs> editing is hard. Editing takes a lot of time. And just what you said, it's, it's that valuable time thing of people who are doing dog training as a job. It is a hustle. As you know, if you're trying to make a full-time income based off of dog training, you are going 24 seven on this thing. And then trying to ask them, okay, well now I want you to spend even five hours a week trying to figure out how to edit this one video and make this course or whatever the case may be. They're like, where am I supposed to get that time? I could have had, you know, five different privates or whatever else. It could have helped pay for my rent or something. <laughs> so the fact that you offer the service is absolutely incredible. And I can just tell you guys, 
the video that she had out for our new organization, Cybers Network, is absolutely phenomenal, which is how we connected. I just happened to put in a Google search for Cybers Network because it's new. I wanted to see who was talking about it or if anything came up. And up comes this YouTube video. I'm like, I didn't post this. And so I look at it, I'm like, oh my God, this is an amazing video. It's so succinct. It's so organized. It's wonderfully put together. I'm like, this is incredible. So I immediately messaged you. I'm like, this is a really good video. Thank you so much. <laughs> so if anyone is interested in doing this, please make sure they check out her YouTube video and definitely, you know, hit her up in order to see whether or not she can help you with your own online training. Or even if you just have something that you wanted to offer, maybe a package or something else where you're just like, I don't know how to do this, or it's just too scary. It's just too daunting. It may take too much time. This is what you guys should be doing because this is where all your clientele are. And it's such a wonderful way to really spread out the message. So speaking of that, where have you found people are most taking in your information from your YouTube? Are there certain parts of the world or the countries that are really taking it in or is it more of a worldwide reach? Um, I think it kind of depends on what it is that we're talking about. Um, definitely folks international um, on the podcast, on the, on the uh, Dogs or People 2 podcast that we have for our channel, you know, we've reached as far as Australia, you know, um, and that was more from some of our photography videos. Um, but I've seen really just all across America, just because it's virtual, there's just an interest. I would say it's more of a, uh, a subject specific interest rather than like geographically located. It's just a I think our community, you know, it, it draws itself in. These are folks who are definitely into their dogs because, you know, scent work, nose work, it takes a little bit of dedication to just do the initial build the value to order portion of scent work, right? Like this remote control or this bottle or whatever it is you want your dog to find means nothing to them until you give value to it. So I think that's what's unique about our audience is that the circle that we've been able to build is a community of folks who are dedicated to both the physical and mental agility of their dogs. And because of that, and the folks that kind of comment on our channel and reach out to us, we've been able to kind of like, oh, and who else do you know in this space? And then it's kind of almost been like word of mouth. Um, we've worked with uh, Family First Canine, uh, Jeremy McLaughlin out of Kentucky. And uh, he's he's been able to be somewhat of a digital mentor to me as well, because he actually works with, with working dogs. I mean, he's going through right now uh, how to build a, a series on how to build a scent work champion. And, you know, when I'm back in the AO or the area where he is, um, I definitely want to swing through and, and just train under him, given some time. And we talked about that on the, he was our first guest on our podcast. Um, but it's allowed me to just meet so many different people, like working with one, one person, um, Teresa Hasher, she's not necessarily primarily in the scent workspace. She also works with agility dogs. Um, but with her kit nose work in a box, um, we've been able to reach out and like, Hey, you know, she's, she, she hit me up with a Christmas card and everything. So it's just been like word of mouth and people seeing us on the YouTube space and like, Hey, here's the impact you made. Um, it was a unique note. I hope she doesn't mind me sharing, but with regard to like the impact we made with helping, uh, her business as well well um, through this pandemic and, and, and online and everything and just getting out there. So those are the types of stories that kind of kind of keep you keep you going with regard to, hey, here's this thing. I've been I've been given this gift. Uh, let me share that with these folks who really care about our animals. And that's amazing. And I really hope that you can really take to heart the fact that what you are doing is very valuable and for businesses to have this kind of effect that you're giving them is such a big deal. I really just, my, I tip my hat to you because first of all, this stuff is hard. Second of all, it's within this ocean of the entirety of the world and YouTube is a very large platform anyway. But for this community in particular, what it is that you're offering is 
amazing. And if we can just get more dogs sniffing, they will be happier and you are helping achieve that. So thank you. <laughs> we really do appreciate it very much. Was there anything else that you wanted to let our listeners know about yourself, any upcoming projects that you have, where they may be able to find you, any of your future goals? Yeah, definitely my future goals. Um, it's going to be a, probably a couple of years now before I'm able to do this full time. Um, I do some other things uh, for my for my full time. Um, that'll be my primary focus for now. Um, but the videos will keep coming um, with Disney and then hopefully to work with other dogs. Uh, we've been building in, in the background. We've been building um, building out our, uh, our online um, space um, and offering those consulting and letting people know, right? Because people have really just reached out and it's kind of to the point where I'm like, okay, you know, you don't want to build a product that people aren't asking for. At least I know that much, right? But folks have reached out enough to say, hey, I'm going to offer this. Um, but before we put it out there full-fledged, um, just making sure that all of that is working and functional. But that is working in the background but you know you heard it here first right on the podcast that you know that is available if you know you need help digitizing your dog training business or you have um, questions about how to bring what you're doing online or just basic scent work nose work um, from the perspective of somebody who's gone from the beginning with their dog um, in the amateur space right and then hopefully one day to the professional space to do that but there's some projects that we're working on that we can't speak about unfortunately because those things are still in development I would love to plug them but you'll definitely hear about them on our YouTube channel Dingle Days and you can find us on our podcast as well you know available wherever you listen on the dogs or people to podcasts or check us out on dingledaysphotography.com perfect well i really want to thank you so much for spending this time with us we'll make sure that we offer all of your links on our replay page and through our website and also with our email blast that we send out to our clients i really do want to thank you again that video was amazing keep making such great great videos that help not only dog trainers and their businesses but the clients as well thanks so much thanks for having me appreciate it I'm delighted that we had this conversation with Jariah. She has a lot to offer our community. In particular, I really do hope that my fellow colleagues who may be interested in going into the virtual space, even if it's just providing a simple tutorial video for their clients that they may be working with in person, will be interested in contacting Jariah to see what she may be able to offer them as far as putting together any types of video tutorials or other types of services. Again, her videos are very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's also exciting to hear someone else coming into the Scentwork community and that she is approaching this as someone who is training this as her with her own dog and that she's having fun with the activity and trying to spread the word. The more the barrier. <laughs> we want to have more dog sniffing. So I really do want to thank Jariah for joining us for this podcast. We'll make sure that we have links for how you may be able to find her YouTube channel and more on our replay page. But we also want to hear from you. What other types of topics would you be interested in us covering in our podcast? Make sure you provide a comment on our Facebook page, Setwork University, where we'll be posting this podcast episode with any other topics you may be interested in, any questions you may have. We always want to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. Happy training. We look forward to seeing you soon.